0: Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast with your hosts, Dr. Monica Ogando and Amy Walker.
1: Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast. I am your co host, Amy Walker. And I am Dr. Monica Ogando. And we are happy that you're here with us today. We've got another great uh, conversation that we're going to be having. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want to kick off this conversation with the stories we tell ourselves that keep our business small.
0: Ooh, dum dum dum.
1: I know. That was like we needed creepy music or something. Yes, I was trying yes. to be very dramatic there. <laughs> I Absolutely think that we tell ourselves stories and then we buy that story and that story becomes our reality. And one of the things that I constantly tell my clients is stories are expensive and you can't afford to buy them.
0: Mm. And so
1: whenever I, I catch somebody in their story, I try to pull it out. But at the same time, I've got my own stories too. So yeah. one of my big stories has been I can't have a big business and be the kind of mother that I want to be at this season of my life.
0: Hmm. You know, just- what's so tempting about those kinds of stories is that they feel true. Oh, it feels so true. Yeah. So then what do you do when it's like, it's a story and you can have it be different, even though part of that story, the reason why you invented it is because you have evidence in the real world to support it.
1: Yeah, I'm working on it. It's a work in progress. <laughs> I don't have the answer to that. Um, and you know what? Everybody's big is different, right? Like big yeah. to you might not be big to me or big to me might be bigger than yours. And everybody's definition of big is different. Yes. And so that's been another thing that I've been working on is, is clarifying instead of trying to go for big business, trying to go for the business I want.
0: Yeah, That's
1: where my truth comes in. And that's where I'm trying to rewrite that story to is that I can have the business that I dream of and be an amazing present, involved, hands-on mommy.
0: Yes. And you know where I go with that, with the story is wherever it is that I want to go, is there anybody, somebody, at least one person on the planet doing what I say that I want to do? Because if it's possible for one, it's possible for any. And then I just have to figure out how to get there. Mm -hmm. There are no unsolvable problems in this world. Everybody has either written about it, talked about it, journaled about it, told somebody else about it. I just have to- 100% is possible, 100% 100 of the time. 100% of the time, baby. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So you know why I love that is because today's guest is amazing. Today's guest, I get to turn the tables around on my friend, my colleague, she says that I'm a mentor to her, but you know what? She's I'm, she's a mentor to me too. It's Amy Walker.
1: Thank you for having me, Dr. Monica Ogando. <laughs> I'm so happy to be
0: here on Is the that show your today. Professional voice. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So we thought that we would turn the tables on each other because I think it's important for your circle of influence listeners to know kind of like the origin story. Mm-hmm. Every superhero has an origin story. And we want to know yours, Amy. How did it start? How did the journey begin? Well,
1: I launched my first business when I was I had I had been in college and just graduated, and I did things in a little bit of a different timeline, right? So a lot of people they graduate, then they get married, then they have a baby. I got married, then I graduated, then I had the baby. So I walked across my graduation stage uh, about six months pregnant. <laughs> so um, I graduated, and I was I had just had my first baby and was a stay at home mom. Cause my whole game plan in life was my husband was going to be the provider and I was going to be the stay at home mom and raise the kids. And after about six months, I was going a little crazy, a little mm-hmm. bit crazy. My husband mm-hmm. would come home from work and I'd be like, tell me what happened today. Mm-hmm. And he'd tell me things. I'd be like, well, did you say this when they said that? Did you try to do this when they did that? You know, like I, <laughs> I just had all this intensity and all this drive. And you know, we were at that phase where it's like, you know, what did I do today? Well, I don't know. You want to know how many diapers I changed? A lot. Yeah. And you want to know how many dishes I washed? Not enough. You know, it was just not super challenging and fulfilling to me. So I started my first business in direct sales and I was terribly bad at it, like wretchedly awful at direct sales. But I kept going and I kept learning and I kept developing my skill set. And I did get better. And I think if you're determined to learn learn business, you will get better at business, even if you start out kind of bad. Mm -hmm. So I did that for several years, um, selling makeup, which I don't even really love wearing all that much. And, um, I got to this point where I felt like the product was a go between, between the people. What I really wanted to do was help women build their businesses. And what I really wanted to do was inspire them to live their best life. But there was this product in between us that are like, I got to sell you this product now and then let's get to what's really fun. Mm -hmm. And then somebody introduced and I felt like they opened this door to me of like what mentorship is. Mm -hmm. I had been at this place in my business where I was very, um, Flatlined. Like I wasn't passionate. I wasn't, you know, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I I didn't have a big driving goal. Everything was just like fine. You know, everything was fine. And so my upline challenged me to, she's like, Amy, you have to figure out what you want. What are you passionate about? What drives you? So remember over Christmas break, laying on my couch with a blanket and ignoring my children for like a week while I just closed my eyes and tried to visualize, what do I want? What do I want? What do I want? And I like, started seeing myself speaking in front of groups of women and teaching and training. And, and I had no context for what that was because I was so limited in my knowledge in the business world. I didn't know there was this whole coaching speaking industry. Mm -hmm. And so I, next time I talked to her, I was like, well, I know what I want to be. And she's like, what's that? I was like, it doesn't really make sense. And she goes, what is it? I was like, I think I want to be like some kind of a like female preacher, Mm -hmm. you know, like teaching people and, I don't know stuff. She was like, okay, what's your next business goal? I was like, I don't know. So that, you know, when you get clear on your intention of what you want, I feel like the universe and God line things up for you. So then I got invited to go to this event where you learn how to be a speaker trainer. And then I got invited to this next event where you learn how to develop your coaching program. And so I started moving in that direction and that company that I was training with offered me a position. So I went and worked inside of their system for a couple years and helped them build up their sales team. Cause by this time I had learned how to do sales. So I built up their sales team. The first year I was with them, they had done $250,000 sales total at that point. So the first year I was with them, we did a half million in sales. The next year we did a million in sales. And the year I left, we did 2 million in sales. So we just had this rapid growth. And I'm saying this because I think sometimes it is very valuable to work inside of someone's system. And that time that you spend there, like I got to see what massive, crazy growth looked like Mm. and how to prepare for that and what I didn't like about it and what I did like about it. And then I was pregnant with my fifth son and I started to get this like the feel, you know, like Amy, it's time for you to go start your own business. And I was like, no, 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 God, it's time for maternity leave. Let me explain what that looks like. Wait a minute. Let me tell you my no, 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 plan God. for my life. Yeah. No, no, no. It's, it's not time to start a business. It's time for maternity leave. And it mm-hmm. just was so loud and so clear. And, um, so I got called into my boss one day and he said, listen, I am not saying I want you to go but i am saying that i see all of these opportunities popping up for you and you are squashing them and i feel like you have bigger things to do and i Burst into tears because I'm an eight month pregnant woman, right? Like burst into tears. When I think I literally used a whole box of Kleenex during that moment. I'm like, I am supposed to go, but I'm terrified and I don't want to do it. And it's gonna be too hard. And I'm having a baby. You know, like <laughs> I was all about this. It was not the right timing. But I did it. I I took the plunge and um in twenty twelve. November, 2012, I launched Amy Walker Consulting. And then December 18th, Brendan Walker was born. And so I had a newborn, I had an 18 month old, I had a second grader, a fifth grader, or sorry, a kindergartner, second grader, fifth grader, cannot forget Lincoln, he would be offended. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, my husband was working nights, so I was doing the whole nighttime baby thing all by myself. Mm -hmm. And then he was going to school during the day and then he would come home and sleep. So I was launching this company, five little crazy kids, Mm And, um, really had so many things I didn't know how to do still, but I just went in with this attitude of like, give it a year, just build the foundation, build the foundation, give it a year and just have faith of what will happen. And I remember about nine months in, I felt like, I felt like a plow horse. Like I was in the field, just plowing with my head down, just focusing on like, what's the next row? What am I going to plow next? And I remember like coming up for air at about nine months in. And, you know, at that point in time I had like, 12,000 a month that was coming in. And I was like, okay, we got money. And I had a team, like a small team, but I had a little team that was working with me. And I was like, okay, I've got support. And then I had systems and that was mind boggling to me that I could just get to work and just work consistently in the time that I had to dedicate to it. And it worked and it was so mind boggling to me. And we finished that first year with 110,000 in sales and then the next year I built my sales team and we quadrupled. So we did 440,000 in sales and it just uh, it opened all the doors for my husband being able to come home and run the company with me, for us being able to move um, to Georgia and buy our dream house. And then we bought 10 acres and then a couple of years later realized that we're actually not farmers. And so we sold it <laughs> and now we live in a neighborhood. Um, but it's been, it's been a wonderful journey and I'm, I'm so grateful for all the lessons that I've learned.
0: That is an amazing story. That's why I wanted you to go all the way through the nooks and crannies because that's an amazing story. Now, every story, of course, has a beginning, a middle, and an end. So what would you say is one of those dips, what the, one of the valleys in that story?
1: So I'm going to say 2017, second half of 2017 to like first half of 2018. There was about a year in there. And what had happened was, the business was growing and so i kept taking on more like it was just this okay we're growing so we're going to do more we're going to work harder we're going to do more and i really got out of alignment with why i really even started the business in the first place mm. i wanted a lifestyle business mm. i wanted to be able to be at all of the stuff for all of my kids mm. um i love working with clients and i had gotten to the point where like on monday i did meetings all day long with my team talking about the clients that they were working with that I was not working with. Mm -hmm. And, um, we were doing a ton of production work, which let's be honest, I can do, but my zone of genius is in strategy. It's not in production work. Like let me help you develop the plan and then hire somebody who likes to make sure there's no typos to build it for you. Cause that's not me. And so I was really feeling very burnt out and very bogged down and, um, And we were getting, of course, law of diminishing returns. Mm -hmm. So here I am feeling like I'm working harder and harder and harder. And I'm watching the numbers go down. And that sucks. Like, can we be honest? It's not fun to be in that place. Mm -hmm. And we had, you know, and I, I made that dreaded mistake which is, um, you've got problems. And so you get a business loan to expand, (laughs) not a good, good moment for us. So financially it was bad because now we had just brought on debt, but it wasn't working to fix the problems. It just wasn't working. Mm -hmm. And I'm working harder and harder and I'm getting more and more burnt out to the point where I realized like, I would love to not have this business. Mm. And that was a wake up call for me realizing, okay, Amy, you've got to pause because this is your baby, this is your legacy, this is your company, this is your whole family's livelihood, right? Like my husband works with me, so we are all tied up in this. And um, I wasn't happy. So I had to take a pause. And what I learned was, if you are structuring your business to get you to the destination that you love and you're really clear on your vision, your values, you will make the right decisions. If you are just chasing growth, you will make the wrong decisions. And that growth may, you might get it, but it might not feel good.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. And so relatable because a lot of times we're like hitting a wall and we think, let's just do more of what we've been doing. And it's like, nope, mm-hmm. retool completely, retool completely. So what's next? What's the, what's the future hold for Amy Walker Consulting and for you?
1: Well, for Amy Walker Consulting, what I really love doing is helping people figure out their most simple, direct way to acquire their ideal client. So I love sales, I love marketing, and I love creating a strategy for you to get from point A to point B. And so that's what we do. And I I love it. We teach. I teach in a choir workshop. um, I have a client acquisition lab. And it's just a great place if you're needing to get to that point where you can consistently find and get your ideal client in the easiest way possible. And then I am just digging on what we're doing with your circle of influence. It's so fulfilling to me. Every time after we get off an influencer circle, I'm like, oh my gosh, that was the best two hours of my week. I love it. Mm -hmm. So my vision here is I really want to create the go to network for women who are six and seven figure business owners, where they get to connect, collaborate, and have their business council so that you can have that peer board of advisors. That's, I, I, see this big vision of being a nationwide organization.
0: Global even I, global I you even. know my Latina roots. I'm like, I need this in Spanish in the Dominican Republic all over the Caribbean. Let's just go global.
1: Awesome. Yeah.
0: I will have to obla and study. <laughs>
1: but I'll, I'll learn Spanish for that.
0: Yes, absolutely. All right. So then, you know, one of the things that you're really, really masterful at, you masterful at many things, but I like what you said about the, the acquisition workshop, because that's the piece. I think sometimes that's the presenting problem that a lot of entrepreneurs have. How do I get more business? So what would you say are like top, t- top three tips that you can give about client acquisition for, for our, our listening audience?
1: Yeah, so number one is you need to have a really irresistible offer on the front end that when you reach out to your ideal client that they are like, oh yeah, no-brainer, yes, let's have that conversation. And so figure out what that irresistible offer is. Number two is that you need to have a solid sales transition. And number three is that you need to have a sales team. So the transition is, yeah, I booked you on my podcast, but now how are we going to get to the sales conversation? Mm -hmm. Or, um, you know, we're doing an expert summit. Great. I've got all these leads. Now, how are we going to get to the sales conversation? Mm -hmm. And then you do need to have a sales team. Like that is the thing that explodes the numbers because you as the business owner, you just don't have the time. You do not have 40 hours a week to dedicate to sales, but your business needs it. It deserves it.
0: That's true. I think you feel about sales teams the way I feel about uh, women CEO opening their investment accounts for their businesses. It's yeah. Like, oh, you got to do it. you got to do it. Non-negotiable. Non-negotiable. Buck it up,
1: buttercup, get it done. <laughs> all right.
0: So All right. So now we're going to go to break. And when we come back, we'll be back with our listener challenge and lightning round with Amy. Stay tuned.
1: You have worked hard and you've earned your place at the table of influence.
0: Wouldn't it be great to have a board of advisors that celebrate your wins, support your growth and challenge your blind spots? That's why
1: we host our influencer circles for six and seven figure business women
0: you are a high achieving entrepreneur woman who wants a deep dive in business strategy, collaboration, and strategic relationships, go to yourcircleofinfluence.com forward slash influencers and reserve a spot in one of our upcoming circles. Welcome back, everybody, to Your Circle of Influence. I am your co-host, Dr. Monica Agondo. And my co-host this time is not a co-host. She's the guest. She's on the hot seat. We are inviting you into the listening challenge with Amy Walker. And one of the things that you may not yet know, or if you do know, you know how a badass she is. She doesn't like it when I say badass, but she's a badass. And it's about <laughs> client acquisition. And one of the, I we talk about the hill that you're willing to die on. I'm always, I'm willing to die on the hill of, You have to get an investment account for your business. She's willing to die on. You have to have a sales team. And so in order for you to do that, we have a listening challenge for you. I want you to think about what is the premium offer? What's the best thing that you've got selling? And then who you need to put in front of your ideal client so that they can sell it for you. So if you created a client avatar for your ideal client, I want you to create an avatar for your sales team so that you know who needs to be in front of your team to be able to sell you, sell you for you. How's that sound, Amy?
1: I love it. Cause you know, you can have a great salesperson. That's not great for you. Yeah, exactly.
0: All right. So let's go into the lightning round right away. Amy, question number one, what's the best business advice you've ever gotten?
1: I have two. And since I am a co-host, I'm saying them both. <laughs> so, <laughs> Point of privilege. Number one, is um, to that business is not magical; it's formulaic. And I remind myself that every time things are not coming together magically, I'm like, it's not supposed to be magical; it's formulaic. Follow the process; it will work itself out. Mm-hmm. And then my other one is um, don't chase the horizons because the horizons move. If you keep you know waiting to get to X Y Z point before you're satisfied and happy and fulfilled, you're never going to feel satisfied, happy, and fulfilled. Instead, just enjoy
0: each spot along the journey. Don't go chasing waterfall. Okay, musical Tourette, sorry. <laughs> question number two, what inner dragons have you had to slay on your path to success?
1: Um, time management has been huge mm. and I'm um, hiding behind the excuse of family Ooh. and um, defining myself by my current level of success or failure.
0: Come through, Pastor Amy, come through. Okay, question number three, Who is your business girl crush?
1: I am digging on Rachel Hollis and her brand and movement and just the way she has structured each move she's made, loving what she's doing.
0: Yeah. I like it when it's strategic. It's so strategic that it looks like magic.
1: And you know what? I saw her at a big conference where there were a lot of people. It was a digital marketers conference a couple of years ago. There was a lot of people there that I've been following for a long time that I saw him and I was like, Hmm, not as impressive as I thought. And then Rachel gets up. I'm like more impressive than I thought. It was
0: awesome. That is awesome. That's, I think that's probably why people say don't meet your idols because sometimes they have to, they fall off the pedestal, but then there are others that super impress you and then they become even bigger. Okay. Question number four, what is your number one door that you'd like open for you right now?
1: I want more strategic introductions to add into our circle um, so that we have more resources to provide for the women that are in our circle of influence. So if I mean really honestly, if you're a six and seven figure businesswoman, like why have we not had a conversation yet? Call me. Call, Call me. me. <laughs> Call
0: me. All right, question number five. When you achieve all of your business goals, what's your next? What's your next level of achievement? What's your next level of contribution?
1: You know it's so funny, because everybody on this show is always like, "I just want to keep doing what I'm doing. I'm like, "No, I just want to do mission work." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, let's get to that point. So um, I would love for my husband and I to be able to, in our retirement, dedicate that to doing mission work and just travel the world and service missions and um, teaching missions and really. Contribute and give back. Um, also, uh, it's very much on my heart to provide entrepreneur and business training for women in developing nations. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing that's on my heart is um, providing support for foster care. It's something that I've always imagined that we would do at some point, my husband and I. But it, like, God has never said now's the right time for that. So I don't know if that looks like me helping and mentoring and um, you know all of that, or if it's that I'll actually have some kiddos staying in my house at one point. But those are my things.
0: That's lovely. That's lovely. One of the people that we interviewed, um, Dr. Letitia Wright, she has, she's a board member for one of the foundations that actually does that kind of work. So I love your circle of influence because everything that we can dream of, there's somebody doing it, has done it, can help you. It's an amazing. Mm -hmm. All right. And then finally, how can listeners connect with you? Well, my most active platform
1: is YouTube. So I post a lot of business tips and content on there, and I'd love for you to follow me, um, Amy Walker Consulting there. And then also connect with me on LinkedIn, Amy Walker Consulting, connect with me on Facebook. Um, if you want to see like pictures of my family, connect with me on Instagram, but that's pretty much all I'm doing there.
0: Yes. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, Amy- oh, wait,
1: Monica. I changed my mind. Go to uh, salesaremything.com, www.salesaremything.com. And you can get a download of my free sales book. And it has all of my sales scripting templates in there. And like you can nerd out on sales scripts, even if you're not a salesperson. um, Because it's actually called the I'm not a salesperson sales book. So like a natural, even if you're not.
0: Yeah, I love it. I have a copy and I have to tell you that it rocks. That's what it rocks. All right. Well, thank you so much, Amy, for being for stepping out of your co-host seat so you can jump on the guest seat. And you were amazing. Thank you. And for all of our listeners out there, I want to leave you, we always have the takeaways. And I always tease Amy because she always throws the ball at me first. And now I can't do it because I have to be the one that goes first because I'm the only host. So here's my takeaway. The piece that you said about not letting your current state determine your success or your level of self-confidence that was huge because sometimes success is cyclical and there may be sometimes when you're more internal and it's time to retool and it's time to create some handle your backstage and then there are other times it's like it, you're on stage there's no time to contemplate there's time to perform and there's time to just show up and be the amazing star that you are and so for me that's mm-hmm. a huge takeaway because you got another difference. And for all of our listeners out there, I want you to take the listener challenge seriously and go get a copy of Amy's book. It is amazing. And it is so much easier for you to fine tune your sales scripts when you already have a template that she's already provided for than to stare at a blank page and say, okay, now what do I say? (laughs) yes so thank you so much for being with us we hope that you leave us a comment leave us a review ask your questions we have all sorts of resources on the show notes and we look forward to having you again in a future podcast episode see you later everybody thanks so much